0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I'm your host,
1: Brian Convery. On today's episode, we are going to take a slightly different twist to the Coffee with Convery podcast with the new introduction of Table Talk, where my invited guests will participate in a group discussion on a particular topic of interest. And today's topic of interest is women in tech. And my guests are Natalie Silvia, Anna Bott, Vita Suvata, and I'm gonna do a quick little intro on each of them so you get to know who they are. So the first person on the panel is Natala, and she is from George Brown College in computer programming, uh, class of 2020. Her current title is Vulnerability Manager in the Global Cybersecurity Team. And I asked what each of them would have for her fun fact. And her fun fact is the first time she watched Star Wars was in 2019 and she is a Jedi since then. Awesome. Anna. Anna is a Master of Applied Computing, University of Windsor graduate in April 2021. She is a Technical Transformation Analyst, and her fun fact is she can give the best layman terms examples possible to explain any complex problems to find a creative solution. Would have been a therapist if it wasn't for being a computer engineer and also not living, giving up this completely as she enrolls in her NLP practitioner neuro-linguistic programming. And finally, we have Vita. And Vita is actually celebrating her graduation today with all of us, round of applause (laughs) from Georgian College. And she is a computer programmer um, and she is, First, right now, a technical system analyst as well. And her fun fact is she loves to bake and can do all that day and night, even if she wasn't a programmer by profession, she would be a baker. Ladies, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Hi, Brian.
2: (laughs)
1: Hello. (laughs) So let's, let's get going on some of those fun questions on the emoji side. First off, what is your favorite used emoji? And I'm just going to let each one of you jump in.
0: (laughs) I can. Okay.
2: (laughs) So, as you can see, my favorite emoji is the happy face. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, can you
1: say your name as you say the answer to the question? So I'll start again. So Vita, what is your favorite
0: emoji? So my favorite emoji is the one with the laughing one and crying one at the same time. I tend to
1: use it (laughs) in almost every sentence I type. So yeah.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Anil. So my favorite emoji
3: is the red color heart. In irrespective of I'm happy, sad, or making someone feel loved or cared, I just keep sending it so many times. And I can do it day and night. (laughs) Natala? I
2: feel that my as the other ladies here my favorite emoji is the happy emoji i can choose a lot and in all my sentences i know but i just want to really like express when i'm happy so yeah emoji it's the happy face
1: awesome awesome well who who, can, who doesn't like smiling and faces, is right that's what it's all about all right how about this is an interesting one if you could eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be a new,
3: I can eat chocolate cake any time of the hour. Anytime, <laughs> love it.
1: Chocolate cake. All right. That's
3: I can say that I could
2: eat French fries forever. I really like French fries.
1: <laughs> French fries with ketchup or.
0: Ketchup. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Vita.
0: I love to eat nachos. I I don't know if people are so like they are so fond of it or not. But if you give me a plate of nachos every day, I would have never get bored of eating the same thing all day. (laughs)
1: Nice, nice. All right. How about your favorite way to spend a day off? Anu.
3: Honestly, I'm a very nature-loving person. So I can go at the beach and sit by the water flowing and spend my days, I I can say days here, months there.
1: Awesome. Natalia?
3: I
2: feel the the same. Uh, Very specifically, days in the beach, like it goes by so fast for me. So yeah, you can put me on a sand and I stay there all day. (laughs)
1: Amazing. And Vita?
0: Yeah, for me, I mentioned my fun fact, I love to bake, so I can bake all day, all night. And that's the best way to spend my day. So I can bake as many cheesecake as you can eat. So that's my favorite. (laughs)
1: All right. All right. So the next one up is, do you hit the snooze button or wake up immediately? So let's start, um, Vidi.
0: i wake up immediately sometimes i wake up before the alarm rings so let's wake up waking up is my type i don't use the snooze button at all
1: so right out of bed embrace the yeah. day yeah. all right all right and how about Nat- natalita
2: i feel unfortunately i love the snooze button and <laughs> it's very bad but i do have many alarm settings so if i do Hit the snooze button. I can wake up in the next alarm. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Okay. So a little bit of a delay there. How about a
3: So mine is a little tricky here. So I wake up to hit the snooze button before it even like the alarm starts. So I'm more like annoyed to hear the alarm. So I'm like, let me turn it off before it's even starting. But I'll, yeah, I'll sleep again.
1: <laughs> awesome. Uh, final rapid-fire questions for, for you all. So, what is your favorite word, Vidi?
0: So, my favorite word is, of course. I don't know why I feel that everything is so obvious. And I don't like, like, people asking me some things that are not so obvious. So, I, anytime anybody asks me, Do you want this, I would be like, of course, I want this. And of course is my word. Like, I can use it anytime.
1: Of course.
0: Yes. I love that
1: one. That's a good, that's a good phrase. A good, good word there. All right, Natalie.
2: I feel my word is gratitude. I'm always thinking about paying back and passing forward. And I'm always very grateful for everything I have. So, I guess my favorite word is gratitude.
1: Gratitude. What a nice word that is. Love that. Anu.
3: I really like Natalie and with his words, (laughs) mine is like very weird. Um, I am a very bad person when it comes to talk on text. So um, I'm more of like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hmm, it's good. So it's always like, it starts with hmm and it ends with hmm. So it's (laughs) a person, he he or she can't figure it out what's going on with me.
1: It's hmm, okay. look at that three completely different words which is cool so anyways thanks for thanks for uh playing with us in that space and having a little bit of fun with the conversation it gives some insights into everyone and uh with with our audience of who you are so you know as i said this is our first table talk and it's around women in tech and each of you individually i've had the chance to meet and you've inspired me so much with who you are your stories and and sort of your What you're doing and everything, so I wanted to 1st of all, thank you again for joining me and and being a part of this conversation. Um, you know, the 1st question as I was thinking about this podcast series was. And specifically to this conversation is when did you know that you were interested in tech and maybe just to get us going? Maybe, uh, Natalie, um, maybe you could answer that to start
2: with. For sure. Thank you, Brian. I feel that I. uh, Find out that was interested in tech when I was doing my engineering program. I know I was going to be a civil engineer, and I was studying a lot of math, a lot of calculus and then, in my third year, we had computer programming, and that was when I found out that I love computing and uh, it's so great that with the web or Applications you can help so many people. So that was where I find out today. I am in love with the technology.
1: Amazing. Interesting um, how that got you into that thought process and mindset um, and how about you?
3: Oh, that's a very nice question, Brian. So, um, now you like already know that I'm coming from computer science background, but. I, I think we would all agree with me on that. Technology isn't limited. So there is a lot and I'm still learning. So to break it down to your question, I would say it was my third year of bachelors when I developed a keen interest in learning more about the tech world. So I'm not just not mentioning the programming languages here, but more than just coding. So I think um, I'm never gonna be full of it. So
0: I'm still learning.
1: Great, Now, awesome, Vidi.
3: Um,
0: Oh, so I have a very funny answer to the question. I always wanted to sit in front of computer, and that was my dream job. But when I was young, I didn't know that being in technology would give me that kind of job. But when I grew up and I learned more about computers and programming, it was, I think, during my high school when I realized that this is the field I, ch- I could choose, and this is the field that will work best for me. So I think high school was the time when I realized my interest in technology.
1: So, back in high school, you started. About
0: that. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, building on that, um, you know, we're going to talk about some of your experiences specifically and share some of your thoughts again with our audience and, and hopefully inspire some other young women to, to step up and get involved in tech because, you know, as an industry, it's often seen as a male dominated, even boys club um, industry to get into. And I wanted to ask each of you, because you have paved your way to to make it into tech and to do, you know, have a passion for tech. But what do you think, or why do you think it's important for women to join the tech industry? Petey, let's start with you.
0: I feel that women are born multitasker and tech industry is a. Something where you need to multitask a lot, you will be doing one thing at a time, and there would be 10 tabs open on on your screen where you don't know why you opened it for, but that some of the other way you will be using it, and that is what a woman always does. They are they love to multitask, and I feel that that is the that is something that boys tend to do a little less than women, like than girls, I would say, and Mm -hmm. that is why I feel that that is. The reason why women should join the tech, because they are born multitasker, unlike boys who build up the skill. After they join. if you know, what interesting. I
1: mean. Yeah. Multitasking. I, yeah, I, you know, I thank you for, for providing say, and you're right, it is, it is, it is a long lines of having to understand and process that. Um, you know, beyond just even the coding itself. Um, so, yeah. um, how about, how about, how about you?
2: I totally hear what Viji said, and I echo everything she said. And as well, I just want to really highlight the importance of a diverse workplace. So I feel that women to join the tech industry, it's very great for diversity, not only on the workplace, but also in products, in ideas. is always good to have a mixed background or when you are developing a new solution, or even when you are discussing ideas. So I do feel that women to join the tech industry. It is very important. And I am happy that more and more, we have more girls like us here in the call joining the boys club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I say so too. You're right. That's awesome. And thank you. You're right from the diversity side of diversity of thought and differences of opinions and different perspectives, or
0: really helps. Yeah, for sure. I,
3: um, I totally agree with um, both of the women present here today. And I totally believe, like, there is no right time to join the tech industry, honestly, because... You're born with talent and you're a woman and you already, like Vidi said, you are multitasking already a lot of stuff. So um, I think you need to start when you're in school that you need to start learning more about tech because you have a lot of time and you can try a lot of other things and and see what can be your best shot. So we are like surrounded with computers, we are surrounded with technology, we wake up with technology, we sleep with technology. So I don't think there is a way out of it, but to make this um, an opportunity can be a very interesting thing if women think it um, of it in a different way.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna ask all three of you, just maybe not sure everyone has an answer, but just a quick question your responses were really interesting and intriguing to me that, did you have any fear of going into tech at all? At any point?
2: I can go first. And uh, yep. I feel uh, me as Natalia, uh, studying a college. I did not know that there was such a thing of a boys club in technology. But once I found out, I was really, I guess afraid of becoming more self-conscious about being a woman in a room or really being feminine. So I did fear that I could be seen as the girl in the room. But I am glad that I find out that that doesn't happen everywhere. So I'm very happy to be at RBC where diversity is so essential and people really value. Against diversity backgrounds and diversity.
1: Thanks, Natalia, that's really, you know, because I, I, it came to mind as you were all answering about that. Like You, you seem pretty. You know, confident in where you are with it and I just curious any others as far as um, initial reactions or fear to. It as an industry, or maybe it wasn't, I don't know, just wanted to ask
0: I, I can answer that. I, I mean, it's really your of course so. As I said, of course, <laughs> I'll be using it a lot. Sorry for that. I feel that, I, feel that uh, I tech is a very big industry, it's a huge, huge. There are so many things. And when I started learning about it, I wasn't sure that the amount of learning I had was enough for me to get a job or to work where wherever, like wo- be at a workplace, right? So it's, I feel like, you don't need to always learn a lot or everything about what you are studying. You can even, you know, be, be smart enough to get what you are doing and rather than thinking about multiple different things like. Being like me, me doing a programmer, I don't have to worry about networking, even though that's the same field. Right? I mean. It's a big industry, but not. You you can you can be specific to what you want. You don't have to be plus like you don't have to be a grade A for every subject. That's what I meant.
1: Yeah, you're you're right. There's a whole world of technology, and there's so many different disciplines within it. Great, great points, Vita. I
3: uh-huh. I really like um, their approach okay. here, and here is a little different story on my side. Um, so I did have fear, and I'll be very open about it. So. I was just 18 when I switched my career from med to tech, so I was enrolled like with courses I took was biology, wanted to become a doctor and had a whole different plan. So I started from zero when I took computer science at 18, so I had no clue what I'm going to do, but there was definitely a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety. I still feel anxious when it comes to knowing things. But I think um, learning and taking it, taking it slow and accepting the fact that you don't know everything will will make you reach like a um, lot of success or achievements with the coming time. So it's okay to be feared or it's okay to be anxious, but you're gonna be learning and you're gonna be fine.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability on that question and, and painting that. That 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 transition for you, because that's that's a huge transition from a program perspective and then. Also, again, going into, you know, understanding of what you're capable of doing, but. Thanks so much Amy, for sharing that. So, I think for the audience, as I shared with each of you earlier, we we're getting a big climb in high school students and. Young people starting out their 1st jobs and possibly in tech, and then possibly as a woman and. Um, can you each of you share a little bit more about what it is that you do? You know, um, I did share your title earlier, but maybe a little bit about what you do and what's been your most exciting project to date. And maybe I'll start with Anu.
3: Oh, wow. That's interesting. Um, so I'm Anu, and I'm a technical transformation analyst as Brian mentioned before and my role is kind of very interesting and it has as many definitions possible, looking at the, those three words and it isn't limited. And I guess so am I, but I guess the most exciting project that I was part of recently was the Innovation Challenge. Um, so we were a team of six and we were given, given a problem statement and were asked to come up with a solution in just eight weeks of time. and. The different thing that happened this time was we were to act as consultants. So uh, definitely I'm coming from a technical background. I can do programming, I can write codes, but when it comes to being uh, consultants for someone or some team, I guess that's challenging because you have to start and understand the whole process. So um, we started like um, from the very scratch when it came to information gathering, booking meetings with the subject matter experts, and like analyzing the current process flow, finding the gaps, inefficiencies. And I guess the main goal here was to drive resiliency. And uh, we are a big fan of that, we, we know that. So we came up with a whole different approach and a new process flow. Uh, we came up with a new idea of Launchpad where we can have all these different applications in one place. And I guess uh, this was the best, best type of ever solution that we could have given to our clients. So they don't have to start everything from scratch. They were doing, so I guess uh, it was a great learning curve for me, uh, apart from just learning more about the programming languages or anything, I would say, but quickly adapted it and drive the qualitative results here.
1: Nice. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Natalia.
2: I feel that uh, so once again I work with the global cybersecurity, I'm a vulnerability manager. So if I was to if I were to put it into words what I do, I would say that I work with penetration testers and as well risk advisors at RBC. Uh I work always giving guidance to R B C developers on how to keep R B C applications safe. And uh, if I was to give you one project that I feel that was the most interesting project project I work on. I would say that it is something that is happening right now. We are bringing open source to RBC. And open source is a very new and trendy technology. And I am working right now on how to bring open source to RBC, keeping everything safe. So this next week, we are going to talk to a group of hundreds of developers about open source and i am very excited about it
1: yeah that's pretty amazing and cybersecurity is a whole whole another as, as 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 vidi talked earlier about the different spaces within tech you know, cyber is its own, own own beast if you will and really intrigues me on um, what you're doing there and it's exciting to see the um you're almost our police officers. <laughs>
2: I feel
1: like one, yeah. 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 Uh, So same question, Vidi.
0: So I am a technical system analyst, but what my title really is, is I am a system programmer for mainframe department of the company. And I work with maintaining different mainframe systems. And there are like a total of 48 systems that I work with. And one change needs to be to the forty eight different system. so it's a lot of things, but what the what the most exciting project to date I would say that I did twelve thousand program check last co-op and it took me almost like ten days to check twelve thousand programs because that's a lot. I wouldn't say that too exciting about it, but I feel that it was a biggest achievement for all my co-op and yeah Being new to mainframe, it was a bit diff. It was a bit challenging, I would say. But as I said, my like I had a very good team to work with, and they are they were a lot they were a lot helpful than I thought, and that was the most exciting thing I did. So yeah.
1: Great. Now, fantastic, and hopefully for some of the listeners are listening in that world of technology and a whole. Different types of things you can get involved in um, from projects and day to day work. So, you know, going back a little bit to the conversation we talked about, you know, the industry itself and thinking through from a tech perspective. Um, has, has any of you felt that you may have faced um, discrimination in the tech space as a woman? And if so, how did it make you feel um, other than call each of you out? I, I think this is a very personal question. So I'm not sure. each of you have felt this or 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 been a been associated with this so i'll i'll leave it open for anyone that wants to comment or has a comment to that question
0: i i feel it's with you again so i feel like technology is a very gender neutral industry i have never faced a discrimination and i hope that nobody ever faces it but i feel that This is something that has no privilege over boys or no privileges. And I feel that it, I mean, me, I have never faced it. And that is what I feel. But people who have been facing it. That's not, I mean, that's not correct because there is no way there men are superior to you for any reasons in tech, because I believe women are more. As I said, multitasker is something I want to share because they know a lot than men does. And I feel there should be no discrimination.
1: Good for you. I wish we could get some emojis going right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody Um, else want to
3: comment? I would like to say something on this. Uh, So, as you know, now that this is Anu here, by the way, and yeah, so I haven't faced any discrimination and. When I switched careers, I was enrolled in my diploma and I was in a girls college. So again, no guys at all. So you, I I saw a lot of girls like me who were so passionate about learning and growing and they're doing great right now. So I guess with the time passing, I only realized that if I have never faced it. I should never let any other women I know face the same. So I'm more of like um, just pushing women forward in tech rather than making them feel like there there lies a discrimination because there is no discrimination at all.
1: Good. We need, see, and this is why I brought you to this call. You are paving the way, right? Make sure this doesn't happen. Right.
2: Right. this is Natalia. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> for taking the conversation to the other. No, <laughs> I'm not there. But uh, I'm glad that my colleagues here in the call to you not know, face discrimination. Uh, yes, there is still discrimination uh, in technology. Since it is a male-dominated field, we still have discrimination. and. Uh, uh, it can be just microaggressions like uh, who is the lady in the room or are you uh, do you work for business like are you here? do you work for technology and uh, it is unfortunately that this still happens, but yes, we should have discrimination, yes, I have faced discrimination in the tech space. It does make you feel. Um, I guess more self-conscious of who you are and as well how people see you. But I guess how I face this challenge is really trying to bounce back and really, I guess, remembering project management and how you deal with difficult stakeholders and really acknowledge that the problem is not you, it's the person. So, uh, yes, unfortunately, I did face discrimination in tech.
1: Yeah. And, and thank you for being vulnerable in this conversation. And I think this is something we need to talk about openly, right? And to speak up for inclusion um, and also for what I always say, belonging. And to your point, um, you know, there's no room for microaggressions or biases or any of that. And, um, and I, I'm sorry you did experience that and I, I have heard others that have said that as well. So, um, you know, how do we. How do we set forth to change this and how do we actually look to. Bring more women into technology so that um, hopefully culturally and others there's there's more people speaking up and speaking out in that. In that room, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. And as well, just keeping on. Having conversations, like how we are having today, this really helps Brian. So thank you for hosting this session today.
1: Absolutely absolutely this is I, I want students to hear and have a voice um, to share their thought. our so students and others can learn and and we can make some changes together. Um, so, moving to the next conversation or question. Um, what are the most important skills that anyone who wants to work in tech might need? Uh, what do you think, Anu? Oh,
3: wow, I love that question. Okay, so I think your tech skills are a plus value for you to grow in the tech space, uh, but I think what more important lies here is the mindset behind it. So. I would like, if I was um, hiring someone who was not from the tech side, I would hire that person only from the mindset of willingness to learn. So if I can like, you know, that tech is so much ahead these days that we are making machines intelligent. So uh, we can easily make humans intelligent. And I think uh, it would be more easy to make a person learn and grow more so that he can or she can do much better here. So I wouldn't say the tech skills are the only thing that I look up to, but it's more about the willingness to learn. Um, and- learning
1: mindset, yeah, that yeah. learning mindset, right? Always mental. great. That's a great highlight there. Um.
2: Uh, uh,
0: Apart from multitasking, I would say prioritizing the work you do is something that will be very helpful for anybody who wants to be in tech because. Uh, I feel that there are so many things to do at the same time, but if you prioritize them, that is what will make you successful. And that has been working for me. And I really want that people knows about it and they do that so that it works for them as well.
1: Yeah, prioritizing key key skill and time management along with that for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Leah. I feel that I'm
2: going to sum up Everything that we said, I believe that that first of all, this is a very good question because people feel that to work in technology they need to be uh i don't know graduated from a computer science school or something like that, and that's not really the case. I believe the skills needed in tech are that engineering might decide to really keep on growing, keep on learning. you do not know everything, and there's no way you can know because technology is so big. So just keeping that engineering mindset and time management, as we said, it's very important because we are always multitasking, and there's so many different timelines. You just need to manage yourself. And if I were to add one more skill, I would say communication skills are very important to really thinking of how do I explain the work that I do to a stakeholder or to a colleague or to my VP. So I would just add the communication skills as well.
1: Great. Absolutely, right? Those human skills in addition. And I do feel a bit of demystification going on with the three of you too, that, you know, some people that might be considering that that job in technology um, you know, having not gone in the schooling, like you said, it, it, it doesn't mean you don't have a home in tech. Right, you can find your way and you can learn um, and you can learn it on the job as well. Um, thank you for that um, as we, as we think of, like, closing out, I guess, and I'm, I'm so inspired by all 3 of you. I think, you know, 1 last comment from all of you, if you could make is. Uh, you know, again, this is around women in technology women, considering a career in technology thinking back to maybe something. Each 1 of you thought about, um, you know, what would you. Want a young woman or a woman to consider as a career in tech industry? What would you wish? You had known that you now know. Uh, entering into this field and um, we'll start with uh, Natalia.
2: I feel, first of all, this is, again, a very good question, Brian. Thank you. Uh, I wish I knew that for working technology, I do not need to be a developer. Like, technology is much more than development. I guess technology is risk management, uh, technology management, communication. It's a whole ecosystem. And I wish I knew that. When I was in school great
1: great insights and great great advice for some of our listeners thank you so much be-
0: I believe that uh, your true identity is your knowledge and not your gender and uh, I feel that uh, determination your willingness to learn as Anu said and being punctual not not in the sense that you have to be at at nine o'clock at your office but at least Doing your work before your manager wants some, some of the things I believe I should have known. And now that I know is being ready and willingly uh, taking all the challenges. And rather than giving excuses is what I feel. Is the advice I would like to give.
1: great great thoughts as well. Thank you. Thank you so much.
3: Um, yeah, I think um, if I were to advise um, someone, a woman to consider career in tech, I would say that don't ever be afraid to try anything new that you haven't tried before because there might be something out there which isn't created yet and it might be because of you and you jumping right into it to have the willingness to do it. and um, one more thing that I would like advise, like all the women in tech is. Never become a believer of that you know everything because we are surrounded with tech and I don't think we are ever going to reach a point that will be so knowledgeable and complete when it comes to specific things in tech. So yeah, keep learning and have that growing mindset.
1: Amazing, amazing. I just have to say, um, thank you, all 3 for joining me today uh, when I thought about this idea of a table talk and. Knowing women in technology uh, knowing each of you individually, I thought it would be such a great roundtable discussion and. I know our audience and our listeners uh, are walking away with some really great sound bites and ideas to think about going future. So I just really want to thank you all for so much for being a part of this. Uh, this new approach, thank you
0: thank you brian for having us it was a great opportunity and i am really thankful for you to give us the opportunity yeah
3: i feel the same brian thank you so much and i'm sure that looking at our different career and experiences i'm sure that so many women out there are going to get inspired and i'm very open to also having conversation or pushing women hard into tech so never i wouldn't i would say that to all the listeners that never feel um afraid to reach out to myself or the other two ladies present here i'm sure we are very happy and be there for you
2: and i want to just say thank you brian for hosting this session and as well thank you everyone for listening and I do hope, Brian, that we can all soon go to the Starbucks close to RVC and just have this <laughs> this conversation in person. that would be very great. But for now, thank you so much. And I'm glad that we spoke today.
1: Absolutely. Lots of um, smiling faces emojis on my computer right now. So for the listeners, if you liked what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network. This has been Coffee with Convery and until next time, please stay well.